coming soon to theaters. Jeremy, please run down the plot for us of Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. <laughs> That's actually Jared teaming up with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. <laughs> Jared drinks a half a beer and it's trying to get home without throwing up in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> it is an impossible mission. <laughs> The problem is it's Ben Affleck's new black truck, and he's very he's very upset. Hijinks happen. <laughs> Jeremy, long story short, everybody dies. <laughs> Jeremy Renner's involved. It's cool too. <laughs> Go see Rogue Nation in theaters now. And Adam, I want to give you Adam. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, snuggle up, and grab a seat on the floor. Jared and Steve are coming at you. Here's episode 24. Let's go. All right, Steve, and we are back with episode 24 of Something Gate. Can you believe we've made it this far? Yeah. <laughs> Me too, surprisingly. Actually, I had, I had no doubt we'd get this far. <laughs> I'm actually some of the other haters that are hating. Well, we all know that they uh, ain't gonna ain't. It's true. <laughs> so what you up to, man? What's, what's been going on? Oh, same old, same old, man. Work, 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 work. <laughs> well, first off, I'd like to uh, thank the listeners that have uh, been listening to our podcast you guys have done a fantastic job. We really appreciate all of the uh, input, all the listens, especially on SoundCloud. We're very, very happy and uh, super excited that, that everybody seems to uh, be getting into it. So thank you very much if you're a listener. And if you're not, I know you guys have been sharing and, and doing all that. So it's, it's greatly appreciated. <laughs> if, they're not, if they're not a listener, how are they going to hear this? Well, if they're not a if they're not a frequent listener, I mean, oh, I mean, like if you're just popping in, I appreciate it. Thanks for all the thanks for all the shares and thanks for all the listens. It's uh, greatly appreciated. So, Steve, uh, as we're getting into fall, getting into the end of October, we got Halloween coming up, but we also recently had the end of a very important season of ours, Steve. Indeed. So the season I'm talking about is the Turbo Cup Association season. Oh, 2015. Indeed. 2015 saw. How did I know this was going to get brought up? (laughs) 2015 saw five boots given out for uh, four separate events. Want to give uh, congratulations to Alan Boydacraigs as the uh, spring classic champion, Erica and Amanda as our doubles champions, Amanda for winning World Series, and uh, who'd you like to thank, Steve? Um, I would like to thank me for constantly establishing myself as the leader of this show instead of the sidekick. <laughs> I uh, would like to do what I did uh, myself on Facebook, and I'm going to congratulate myself for uh, being the champion of the universe yet again for 2015. It's fantastic. But, uh, no, I really appreciate everybody that came out to the events. We had a lot of new players, a lot of people that uh, saw Nick and Rodney and us recording. Uh, I think three of the four events got recorded at. Or two of the three, at least, were recorded at. I'm only aware of two. Well, well we did our bonus episode. We did our bonus episode after, afterwards. That, that'll be coming out sometime later. 
But uh, I just want to say thanks to everybody that uh, that came out and played. I know a bunch of you listened, so uh, better luck next year to those of you that didn't win, and congratulations to all of this season's champions. It's been a, been a good time. <whistles> Hooray. So that brings us to the other season for us that came to an end, Steve. What season is that? Uh, that's baseball season. That's correct. Baseball is done in Chicago. Thank God. <laughs> no, uh, I have no hate for the Cubs, but the Cubs going out of the playoffs is about as heartbreaking to me as another team that I don't care about going out of the playoffs. It's like as much as the Blue Jays getting dropped out. Yeah, like we feel bad for our, our Cub fan friends. Absolutely. Um, sorry that Back to the Future got your hopes up, but if you're putting that much uh, you know, into, into Christopher Lloyd's predictions, then... Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, you're, you're grasping at more straws than even you as Cub fans are used to. If you're going to put some stock or or some uh, substance into a movie that's somewhat about the future, you might want to put that into Jurassic Park, which is a much better movie than Back to the Future. But Jurassic Park isn't about the future. It is, kind of. Or not at all. Sure it is. It's all about it. <laughs> um, <no. laughs> but with uh, the end of the baseball season for uh, everybody in Chicago, it brought... Some of us in Chicago, a happy memory because just uh, yesterday, yesterday, yeah, mm-hmm. was the 10th anniversary of the Chicago White Sox World Series. Oh, man. That was a very, very happy time in my life. Probably less than, <laughs> less than it was for you because you've been born and raised and bred from the time you were knee-high to a grasshopper as a oh, Sox yeah. fan. I mean, all, all of all my childhood growing up, like that's what we would do in the summer is, you know, Ken and I'd be playing in the backyard and dad would be back there with a, with a cigar and he would have the socks on the radio. And like, that's, that's what we did. You know, I can't really say that I'm a bears fan or a Hawks fan or a Bulls fan. They just weren't a part of my childhood the way that the white Sox were. Uh, every year we went to a game and, um, you know, just, uh, a cornerstone of, of my developmental process uh, are the White Sox. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I'm trying to remember correctly and exactly, but um, on the game, on the uh, last game, Game 4 of the World Series, who were you with that night? I was with you and Claire. So that means that almost, almost 10 years to the date, we got, we were at the, like, we were together almost 10 years ago exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's a dose. Actually, I believe that we were together 10 years ago exactly, if you count midnight. <laughs> yes, we were. <laughs> As we drove around singing We Are the Champions to our friends on their voicemails that didn't want to answer because they're Cubs fans. Love you, Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I just kind of want to say to all of our uh, Cubs fan listeners, um, stick with it. You guys got a great team that's coming up. Um, I really, really, truly wish that you guys get a chance to see and feel what it's like to have a World Series in your lifetime for your for your team that you love. And I just hope that when and if it happens for you, it's not against the White Sox. I If there's ever a Cubs-Sox World Series, I am moving to Canada. Yeah. This, there's, there's no good that can come of that. No matter what happens, the city will be on fire. Um, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. No. Like... I'd be mortified the entire series. <laughs> what do you think would be a uh, What do you think would be a bigger riot slash like insane city thing? Uh, Sox, Cubs, or Yankees, Mets? Um, I would I would have to go with Cubs, Sox on that because you know in in the New York they they got a different mindset about these things. 
And they have a river separating them. It's true. Right? Like, I just... I don't. I don't sense the. I don't sense the venom that that comes from Sox and Cubs fans, uh, the same way that you know, you know, Mets and Yankees fans are are against each other. Um, I mean, if the battle across the bay didn't produce any major riots, I yeah. don't think New York would. Yeah, but That's a good point. But here. I don't know. <laughs> kind of worried. You can walk from the south side to the north side. I mean, that could be bad. Yeah. Not that anybody would, but... No. God, no. <laughs> nope. Uh, so that brings us uh, to another thing going on in Chicago today is the uh, start of the Bulls season. I am really excited again about the Bulls. I believe uh, when we first started recording, the Bulls were in the playoffs, and I had all of my... Uh, I was able to puff my chest a bit and tell people to, you know, calm down, it'll be fine, don't worry until they get three games down to none, and then they did, and then LeBron stomped them out of the playoffs. And uh, now they're playing LeBron tonight, and I'm pretty pretty excited to see this team. We got a new coach, got Fred Hoiberg, so he's got a no defense, all offense kind of setup to his game, to his uh, coaching style. So I'm excited to see where that goes. I know you can't really speak much to the to the basketballs. No, I'm I'm officially in sports hibernation now. So, <laughs> um, I have two seasons, uh, retail and White Sox, and so I am transitioning from one to the other. And then you have that one temperate, like you have that one like weather anomaly that happens every year for the foosball ha- jazz hand season. Yeah, I, I am I am enjoying fantasy football. Um, that is kind of that is kind of good. It gives me a reason to watch football. Um, but again, I'm never I'm never going to say that I'm a, a football fan the way I'm a baseball fan. Um, you know, I, I'll I'll enjoy Hawks games with people who enjoy Hawks games. I'll enjoy Bulls games with people who enjoy Bulls games. I'm going to call it now. Uh, Derek Rose will injure himself before Christmas. He already did. Not in this game, but he already got his face busted open oh. in freaking preseason. Well, I mean, he's, I mean his leg. Oh, you mean your oh, thanks. I appreciate that, buddy. You're the best. I'm just saying. You're it the happens best. Every, happens every year. Well, as you like to stomp on my excitement, I want to talk about one more thing that I'm excited about, and that's uh, the launch of Halo 5 that also happened today. Sweet. Uh, opened up my Xbox Smart Glass. Thanks to my buddy Nick for letting me know that I could buy it from my freaking phone to have it <laughs> to tell my Xbox One to turn on and download it. Because I have my Xbox One set up to like download stuff in the background if I wanted to. So if I tell my if I tell my smart glass on my phone to buy Halo Five, it will turn my Xbox on and download it, which was awesome. Kind of creepy. Got to come home today to a fully downloaded Halo Five. I didn't turn it on. I was trying to get some other things going on, but I am super stoked about this game. Um, it was a big part of my life. Um, Kind of before, I, like right as I was before I got my 360, because my buddy Nick and I would sit and play couch co-op through Halo One, Two, and Three, and everything. And then uh, now my son is old enough and really likes the Halo series. I'm going to be able to to do couch co-op with Connor, and I'm really, really excited about that. Yeah, it's um, it has it and uh, it and Star Wars Battlefront oh, have me yeah. strongly considering the purchase of a next gen system. Oh and yes, I just don't want to. Yes, but you I do. Want to, but I don't want to. <laughs> But I want to. But I don't want to. <laughs> but you should. But no, that's that's a that's a quarter of the cost of the rock boat. It is that I could put that. It towards. is. But you can do the next gen system in your underwear in the comfort of your own home. I could. 
also be in... Never mind. <laughs> I can be walking around getting drunk. It's true. <laughs> Not that that's happened. <clears throat> so, uh, but no, uh, major, uh, major props to that. I'm just curious, though, when the machines become sentient, will your Xbox be able to talk to your phone and then electrocute you remotely, or...? I would expect that it would. I mean, okay. I mean, would you expect any less from Apple and Microsoft? Well, I mean, depending on who becomes sentient first, Actually, they might want to destroy each other first. I just thought about something is that since I have an Apple phone <laughs> and a Microsoft system, maybe they can't talk to each other. Maybe maybe they won't be able to give that kill command. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that. It must protect the user. <laughs> It'll be like, um, what was that show? Reboot. Yeah, the, where the oh, I computer love that show. was, where the computer was, uh, you know, fighting the the user. I believe that's another. I believe that's a show that we talked about uh, weren't they episodes gonna, ago. Were they going to reboot? Yeah, they're, they're, they're still, they were still going to. But I think we, you and I were both pretty stoked about that. Yeah, still that, am. That'd be uh, interesting to see. Another one of the shows I liked when I was a kid that I'd love to have my son watch and daughter <laughs> watch. I think it'd be great. So speaking of shows, new shows coming out, old shows going, revamping of new shows and old shows. Steve, we all got to see the promo for Supergirl this week. We did. I got to talk about it on another show that'll be coming out, I think, right around the same time this one posts, so I don't think it's going to spoiler alert anything for anybody. But uh, what was your opinion of, first off, the Supergirl promo, and then the Supergirl, the show? Because you watched the show, right? Yes, uh, unfortunately I did. Uh, the promo, I, I thought, was, was far too cliché. Um, just personally, uh, and the show was even more so. Um, it was, if I can give it credit for anything, the effects were really, really great. Okay. Like, to the point where I think the show is ultimately not sustainable because it's not going to pull ratings to justify the cost per episode. Okay. Understandable. Um, you know, flaw, you know, very, very well done special effects, but just a line by line cliche. Oh really? Yeah. Like just I'm sorry, it was awful. And coming off of, you know, good, you know, solid comic book experience like to me, everything kinda changed with Iron Man. Yeah, I, I would agree with uh, that. Even though that's a couple years old though. Like even like, I rewatched the, the Sam Raimi Spider Man's one and two, um a couple weeks ago, and they still hold up even though they're because they were shot in the style where the cliche worked. Right, yeah. And it was before this kind of tongue-in-cheek, real but not real kind of setting that, that has been established. Um, to the show's credit, it's set in the uh, the Brendan Roth Superman timeline. It's not in the uh, Man of Steel Oh, okay. It's okay. not in the Man of Steel universe, which I've read a crazy fan theory that is actually in the Batman Nolan verse too. Uh, so that, but that aside, it's not part of any other DC continuity officially. Um, there were too many references to him and my friend in blue and my cut. Like, if you're gonna name drop. Fucking name drop. You're not agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. You know, it's not like, oh, we're cleaning up London after Thor was You're here. blonde, you wear red and blue tights and a cape. Yeah, and I'm sorry, everyone in D.C., you're stupid. Because if all someone has to do is take off their glasses and you don't recognize them, I'm sorry, you're dumb as fuck. 
Maybe glasses are magical in their world. Possibly, but that has not been established in the continuity. I know is when I got rid of my glasses, some people haven't even noticed yet. (laughs) (laughs) um, I could clearly never be a superhero in the DC-verse. But, I mean, it's, it's acted well. Um, the girl from Ally McBeal, Costa Flockhart, uh-huh. I think is her name. She's um, she's Kara's boss. See, that's another those... reason why I have zero desire to watch that. She actually does a all. pretty decent job acting like twenty years younger than she probably okay. should be because she looks like Skeletor. Kind of. She's got a face that could cut freaking glass. Yeah. So let me ask you this then: um, Did you see the Supergirl movie back in the day? No. Okay. I liked it. I thought it was really good. So, I mean, but then again, I was a kid and I thought, it, you know, it was a superhero movie. You know, you, you kind of get attached to superhero movies. Um, with Supergirl, I don't really have an opinion on it because I didn't get a chance to watch a show. I watched a promo, but I didn't get a chance to watch a show. And uh, it's, again, it's like, I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Like, Marvel and DC for me, mm-hmm. I'm like 90% Marvel, 10% DC. I don't have a very big uh, draw to the DC universe. So I don't find myself drawn to those shows, which is why I have to get somebody like you to tell me to watch Green Arrow, check out The Flash, and and I've done that. Which leads me to my critique. The entire time I'm watching this promo, the only thing I can say to myself is, why wouldn't they let the CW do it? Yeah, my my understanding of it is uh, NBC worked out this deal shortly after Superman Returns, the, the Brennan Roth movie came out. Okay. So this has been in development for a long time. So this has been on the books for a while. Sure. Probably predating Arrow. Okay. So, well, that's at least a good response, a good answer. I mean, I'll accept that as an answer for that. Yeah, if if I remember correctly, like, the the back end of things for and would also make sense as to why the Brennan Ralph one is the the one that this is based off of versus the Nolan verse Man of Steel. Yeah, versus uh, Man of Steel. Um, yeah, I mean, just and there was way too much inside stuff going. On. Like, if you're not familiar with the lore, you'd be like. I watched it with Dad, and Dad was, like, completely lost, except when I made a quip about something, which was every, like, couple minutes. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, um, not uh, not campy enough to enjoy for the silliness of it. It took itself too seriously to be fun, and, like like I said, just, just absolutely cliche and awful and unbelievable. Gotcha, man. So that kind of leads me to the uh, next one. I know we've been kind of walking from topic to topic and being led from topic to topic. But uh, we talked about this on on the episode we were on of Um That Just Happened, and that was, uh, you know, hottest costumes for, you know, hottest costumes, right? Uh Uh-huh. So Supergirl was, I think, one of them we talked about would be a super hot costume for Halloween. So, Steve, we're seeing a trend over the past, you know, eight to ten years or so. (laughs) Of Halloween becoming, like, everything slutty for girls. Okay. How do you feel about that? As a single man? (laughs) Slash photographer? (laughs) (laughs) And the motto of our show is, hey, let your flag fly. That's right, man. If that's how you want to present yourself, go for it. And as a father 
of a daughter that's not old enough to wear any of that stuff or have access or even be interested in any of it, I love it as well. I Unfortunately, I think my opinion is going to change very drastically in, a, in the I next just, five to ten I, years. I do find it hysterical when you're at like the costume shop, though, and they have the adult and the child version of the same costume. Oh, God, that's and the, horrible. And the models on the front, like the little girls in like leggings and flats and the other and the other girls in like the highest heels that you can and fishnets. <laughs> I just think that's hysterical. So Summer Cornfine sent me this topic and uh her question was, you know, what's the, what's the next trend? Right now there is a uh trend of of like slutty owl or slutty like cute little animal or you know sexy slutty whatever. I mean, I I'm not calling girls sluts. I'm just saying Sexy slutty, use it interchangeably. Don't hate me for what I'm saying. But but haters are gonna hate. That's right. And one of the things she sent me is that I guess here is like it's this year it's all about like this slutty little animal type thing. So what do you think would be the uh, next trend, man? What what is the next trend um... in in slutty Halloween costumes? Or better yet, if you can't think of the next trend, what do you think is just so what what is a costume that you can't make slutty? Let me ask you that. Oh no, you could you could literally look up sexy blank costume and you'll see sexy cheeseburger, you'll see sexy t- potato. Um, like there's there's no limit to what they will try and pass off or market, I should say, as a quote unquote sexy costume. Um, this is the one. Okay, so I'm showing Steve a picture. I'll put it up on the uh, Something Gay page. Oh, the corn but, on the cob. Yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. This is listed as slutty turnip. <laughs> slutty. But turnip. it's it's a it's a decent looking uh, blonde lady in in a corn costume, and I would completely shuck her. <laughs> but I mean, I corn's can... apparently sexy now. Um, I mean, you know, like, you know like the first thing the first thing comes to my mind is like, can, can you can you have slutty cafeteria lady? I think you can. Sure, I, I bet I bet you can Google that shit right now. I, you probably and be on there. You probably could. And the thing I like about some of them is that um, you could you could do it in a way that's at, that's legitimately funny. Like that corn costume with the green skirt and ba- it's it's a green skirt and a yellow top. Right. I think that's hilarious because how do it yourself can you be to do something like that? Yeah. And I guarantee you, your slutty cafeteria worker is going to have an apron and a hairnet, and then the, the rest is going to be a Victoria's Secret model. Right. So, like, there's really with the oh my god are you fucking kidding me what did i tell you i know i'm not even looking at it. i'm not looking at that but like i was like i was like i'm sitting thinking to myself i go okay a brick how do you how the fuck do you make a brick sexy and there is a sexy brick costume there's eight of them yes it's insane it's a brick house but at the same time the 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 couple's costume with it the guy is a brick layer yeah I've, that's been out for years it's insane uh, my good friend kelly who uh Runs the spider store was uh, was a brick and a bricklayer. Really, a couple of years ago. Yep. Wow. Ahead of the times, Steve. Ahead of the times. Ooh, uh, Google sexy rock costume because this this has nothing to do with rocks, but it's pretty good. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. And there's uh, a stupid sexy squirrel invading my sexy rock costume Google search. <laughs> Just terrible. I don't know, man. I, <laughs> Corn, trees, bricks. I, I I think it's just like why not? It's your imagination. So like hey, I said, it's you, great. Let your flag fly. What was your favorite costume you ever had? Um, 
when I was growing up, I would reuse costumes a lot. Sure. Uh, so I always liked being a gangster because, like, at, oh, nice. at the time, I liked, you know, dressing up in, like, the suit and I had the hat. What do you mean at the time? Because I was, like, ten. One of your favorite things to do nowadays is to dress up and get well, suited up. I suit up now, yes, but that's because I can suit up well. Back then, right. it was, like, a novelty thing. Right, but what I'm saying is is that it's kind of cool that, you know, one of your favorite costumes became something oh, that's sure. completely accepted and something that, that you can frickin' rock. That, that does not mean I am part of organized crime now. As far as you know. As far as I will state. <clears throat> the listeners, as far as listeners. Indeed, yes. Um, c- contemporary, when um, I was really, really heavily into uh, shooting for the bands, mm-hmm. they would have a Halloween costume every year. And one year I was like, okay, we're going we're gonna to play this totally on the nose. And I wore uh, a button-down shirt and just my normal clothes. And I was walking around with my camera taking pictures and everything. And I had these... Uh, really big, thick glasses on. I comb my hair all stupid. And they were like, man, why didn't you wear a costume for Halloween? The costume uh, contest started, and I totally did the Superman rip open the shirt, and I had the Spider-Man costume on underneath. Oh, it nice. Was awesome. That's there, awesome. One guy dressed as a Hulk. He's like, oh, my God, mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. That's awesome, So man. That's, uh, that's been my favorite costume uh, as an adult. My favorite one growing up is my mom made me, hand-sewed me, or not hand-sewed, like she was a sewing machine, but she made me a uh, Star Trek The Next Generation commander's uniform. <laughs> nice. With the, the pips and everything, and I got, and she made me the, she made me the um, communicator and all that, because one of my favorite shows growing up was, uh, was Star Trek The Next Generation, and I, was, I really liked William Riker. Okay. So, um, actually, my first AOL handle was Riker1717 <laughs> back in the day. Um, I think I was even left Shark a couple years as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> So it, that was my favorite one growing up, and my favorite one... Ooh, ooh Google Sexy Left Shark. Okay. Ah, I, I guarantee you. I want to there see will if be that a comes Left up. Shark. But um, my favorite one as an adult was... Uh, How are you a professional NBA player and you can't hit a free throw? Because, I don't know, because he makes hundreds of millions of dollars he doesn't need to. It's a to. free throw! It's okay. Free is in the title. He doesn't, he doesn't need to make them. But you do no sexy left shark just equal. Well, actually, yeah, sexy left shark is a picture of a, is is the costume of left shark with a bikini on it, <laughs> which is also rather pretty clever. That's actually I, hysterical. That's, that's a pr- pretty good one. <laughs> but uh, my Claire wanted me to be uh, Wesley from the Princess Bride. <laughs> so I dressed up as Wesley from the Princess Bride. She hooked me up. She got me like spats and everything for my boots, and then. Um, my buddy Nick was having a uh, Halloween party at his house, and he got all of us together because he was uh, he surprised, it, proposed to Sandy, and then married her that exact that same night. Oh wow! Yeah, so it was pretty slick. So it was kind of cool. So I got to have like something on that looked really good, and I felt comfortable in, and I liked. So it was kind of cool to have like my favorite adult costume also happen on that night. <laughs> Luckily, I had the heads up ahead of time to wear something <laughs> that I like because I knew there were pictures taken, so it all worked out. So, that kind of covers slutty costumes, I think, bud. <laughs> I think it's time to roll into the uh, regular scheduled well, portion we, of our show. We have a couple of uh, shout-outs from the Facebook to get Oh, excellent. While well, you shout-out, I'm going to grab a beer and take a leak. Okay. But we have to discuss. I love that you do the shout-outs. Like, I like that you post that we're going to do it. I thought about posting we were going to do it earlier mm-hmm. to see if we could get, like, more. And then I was like, that kind of defeats the purpose. I like it being off the cuff. I just do. All right. So our good friend Mary Trost didn't put it up on the uh, 
you know, actual comment section, but uh, instant messaged me about armpit fetishes. Really, armpit? What did she say? Did she she just said Nothing. armpit armpit fetishes? Armpit fetishes. Is, is okay. What it says. Well, like for them against them, Steve. For or against? Uh, again, motto of our show is let your flag fly. So. Do, do what you got to do. Um, Just don't hurt anybody doing I'm, it. Unless they want to be hurt, then do I, that, I guess. I don't get it, but... Um, hey. <laughs> sure. If it's your thing, it's your thing. Just make sure they're consenting, and you're consenting, and use a safe word. <laughs> Next topic. Comes from my brother. Wow! Whom I did not know listened to the show. So, Does he, or is he just commenting on your thing? Probably just commenting. I don't know. If well, maybe episode 24 will be the first one he listens to. Maybe. In which case, he'll be one of the people that you shouted out to. Excellent. So, shout out to my brother, Ken, who writes, If love us blind, what is the purpose of lingerie? I'm assuming he means love is blind. What Ooh, is that was almost a wilder text. I know. It comes pretty close. <laughs> um I would have to say, you know, love is blind, but lingerie doesn't necessarily have anything to do with love. Yeah, love is, uh, it, I would kind of agree with that. If, if love is blind, what's the purpose of lingerie? Um, sometimes you like getting a present wrapped in really nice wrapping paper. <laughs> doesn't change the fact of whether or not you like the present, but sometimes presentation is everything. Yeah. Look at the way that they, uh, you know, look at the way that high-end uh, restaurants and everything, you know, present their food. It's, uh, the food doesn't change. Does it? But the way it's presented? True. Right? Um, yeah, I mean, it's... Um, assuming he wants to be... Let's Okay, let's take the serious round. Let's assume this is a serious question. Oh, hold on. Can I, can I kind of go off on like the goofy part before you go serious with it? I guess. Also, if love is blind, and the guy is blind, and the chick is wearing, or the dude, is wearing yep. edible lingerie, then it's a moot point. Because that person could then be enjoying the lingerie with their mouth. Oh, and it's all good. So, back to the series. Didn't think about it that way. Um, no, for, obviously one is, uh, you know, capitalism as its finest. Sell, Fact. Sell something that's not necessary, and hey, big business. Also, if love is blind, why do guys have to get dressed up in really nice suits and tuxes to go out to galas and everything, and women have to wear really nice dresses? It's kind of along the same lines, is that I think, for, I think lingerie is just as much for women as it is for men. When you're in a situation where you want to be sexy or feel sexy or be desired, you want to that being able to get that power is amazing to some people. Yeah, I would I would probably agree in uh, in that context. Um, I've known actual actually several employees of Victoria's Secret who have expansive collections, and they're three of the most single people that I know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. I've got underwear that makes my butt look nice. You know, I've got I've got stuff that I wear. Like, I mean, if you look at the same thing, like there's there's t-shirts that I, I wear. Need to know that <laughs> there's t-shirts that I wear that I don't like that I'll wear around the house that I won't wear out. You know, it's, I think it's all about how you feel making you feel good. Yeah, if you got a, if you got a badass piece of lingerie if you're a chick, I would like, think that it's kind of it's it's, it's kind of it's kind of like suiting up. You know, the clothes right. make, clothes make the man, and in, in this case, the lingerie can make the woman. What's Ken's middle name? Alan. Kenneth Allen Barter. Correct. Thank you, Kenneth Allen Barter, for your Indeed. contribution to the show. He's not a serial killer. And neither am I, by the way. Fuck all of you. 
He's the only guy that I know that has a three word, a three name name. You have a three name name, but nobody calls like okay. When you type Jared Sampson in Facebook, it doesn't go Jared Daniel Sampson. It goes Jared Sampson. Yeah. When you type Stephen in Facebook, it goes Stephen Michael Barta. Yeah, you know why? Because I started including Michael after my uncle, who I'm named for, died in remembrance of him. Look, that's so you're fan- all bad people. <laughs> that's fine, and that's okay. But it doesn't change the fact that you're the only person I know on my Facebook that has a three name name. Whatever. Shout out. Still not a serial killer. Luke. Don't let him kill me. Please. No one's here. <laughs> Crap. Our <laughs> Me Too episode. <laughs> All right. Well, I think this is going to go ahead and bring us into the uh, regularly scheduled portion of our show. Steve, I think it's time for Adulting 101. Steve, what is Adulting 101? Adulting 101 is a section where you and I, in our infinite wisdom and experience, tell grown-ass people how to act like grown-ass people. I like it. All right, so this week I've got a, uh, I've got an article, a quick little uh, carryover from our quick hits. This is from RantLifestyle.com. This is uh, 25 things men in their 30s need to stop doing. Oh, shit. We're going to rip through it, see if we do it. <laughs> Let's, we'll be honest about it, whether we do it or not, and then, we can, then we'll say whether or do not. We, do we do it or have we done it? Well, I, no, I say, I mean, have we done it's one thing, but I say if we if we still do this okay. at the age of both being 33, I think we should have to admit, if we if we, if we kind of nixed it out 30 to 33, we get the pass. Okay. We get the pass. All right. So, you know, whether we do it or not, and then if we think it's a bullshit thing to say or not. So, number 25, going to the club. Do you go to the club, Steve? I haven't been to a club in years. Yeah, this one says, unless you're a rapper or an athlete, you have no business at the club. Even if you're a rapper or athlete, it's a gray area. I think the last time I was at a club was to pick up a drunk friend. Understandable. All right, number 24, anything at all having to do with tap out, as in the gear. <laughs> Never owned anything tap <laughs> Me either. I saw this, <laughs> I was online, and I saw this person's like personal ad, like it was a Craigslist thing or something. I don't know where the hell I saw it, but it was funny, because like, like on their tagline it said, if you wear affliction anything, <laughs> don't even bother. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I uh, tap out has not been ever part of my uh, clothing line. Number twenty three, shorthand texting. If you're older than thirty and you include LOL, SMH, OMFNG, or anything else like that, isn't the word. You're you're benched for the, for the next three innings. Take a lap. Uh, I do that. I, I do that as well. I yes. actively I, do that. I will absolutely abbreviate as much as I can. I emoticon. I shorthand. I the worst part is like See, I, I'll yeah, take I'll shorthand in a text message. I won't shorthand in an email. No, God, no. Yeah, this says texting specifically. Okay. No, emails don't go that way for me at all. Um. So yeah, let's move on to the next one. I could, could uh, elaborate on that. Dressing like a slob on the golf course. They specify on the golf course. Um, personally, I wear nothing less than a. Uh, I have to have at least a polo on. Uh, I don't golf. Okay, so for me, yeah, I, uh, I got I, like I've played at plenty of shitty courses, and I always wear a polo. I never wear a t-shirt, pierced ears, or anything else. Nope. I do have my ear pierced. I do not wear my piercing. Um, I have worn it recently. I don't wear it wear it in a business setting. 20 bumper stickers. Steve? Nope. 
I agree. That went out the door with uh, after my dad yelled at me the first time for having a bumper sticker. He was like, you're going to ruin the paint on the car. Uh, it's coming from a family of gearheads. Nothing is affixed to your car that does not belong there. Um, there are, a, I will say in retrospect, not retrospect, but in, in counterpoint to this, there are some pretty cool like window decals I, and I stuff have, that I think I recently. Did, back when I was really into my Grand Am stuff and I was part of the car clubs, I did have the website in my back curtain window. Right, which is cool. Like There's this really cool uh, paintball stick figure guy that yeah. I want to get. It's like it's metal and it's like somebody running off off the brake. It looks really cool. I'm gonna get that probably, but uh, yeah, don't put stickers on your paint of your car or on the window. If you're gonna put something in your window, get a decal. Yeah. I, I, Nineteen t-shirts with sparkles, random garbage on it, or both. So you know, basically Jersey Shore so, clothing, affliction t-shirts. Yeah, Jersey Shore clothing. Never did it. Won't do it. Ain't gonna happen. Nope. I'm Number eighteen, bumping loud music music for no reason whatsoever. I absolutely do that. I will do it. I'll continue to do that till the day I die. Yeah, I, there's always a reason to bump loud music. I, uh... Because you make me want to roll my windows down. That's right. There's, uh, three... They say there are three exceptions to this rule. It's, uh, come sail away, even flow, and gin and juice. (laughs) Fair enough. That just makes me think of office space gin and juice. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 17, knit hats. Don't wear them, won't wear them. Sure don't. Too warm. I'm not the guy in Jurassic World. Yep. Watching pro wrestling. Nope. Ain't gonna watch it. I kind of gave it up early 20s. Living in a legit bachelor pad depends on your uh, relationship status, in my opinion. Yeah. What, is, what, what do they do? They define bachelor pad? Uh, well, it says if you're north of 29, you should have learned somewhere along the way what nice things are. Stop signs on the wall are not nice things, even if especially if you're single. Your place should look like a grown man lives in it, not a frat boy. That was 10 years ago. I agree with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. You're 30. You yeah. should be a grown-ass man. Sure. And this is us telling you <laughs> to be a grown-ass yeah, man. Yeah, it's adulting 101. 14, being a metalhead. Uh, I'm going to disagree with that. Mm, again, do they define metalhead? Or? If, you're, if you're into heavy metal, hey, be into heavy metal. Rock on, friend. But when you're still walking around Earth sporting long hair, studded leather belts, and a Mastodon t-shirt at 30 years old, that's sad. Shave, shower, <coughs> and stop into Brooks Brothers. Hmm. I disagree. That's like just trying to tell somebody to not be their yeah, person. Yeah, that's so let your flag fly. Yep. 13, alcohol stunts. Moving on. <laughs> Next. Using a flip phone. <laughs> Looking at you, Pat O'Brien. I would still use my BlackBerry flip if, I st- if it still worked on 4G. <laughs> I loved that phone. Uh, I'm going to pass on that. Uh, double shame on you if it's prepaid. I'm going to say double not shame on you if it's prepaid yeah, because you're trying to prepaid. provide for your family and you're probably a drug dealer. Prepaid is fucking awesome. Keeping a raggedy ass wallet. Steve, I think you just... Uh, I'm getting rid of my wallet. Tomorrow. That's right. Steve has addressed this problem in his wardrobe. Before <laughs> I had to tell him about it. My war- my wallet's not that bad. No, I'm just joking. No, I, yeah, no, it's, it's a, not frayed or anything. It's just old and raggedy. Uh, number 10, choreographed handshakes. Men shake hands. Men don't slap fists leading into an itsy-bitsy spider followed by feeling the need for speed. Unless you want that business client to think you're Malibu's most wanted, in which case... All you be rad. <laughs> yeah, uh, we like. I think there's that standard greeting of the of the handshake into the bro shake into the hug. Yeah, into right the, into the back slapping because it's like I'm still a guy. Yeah, I'm hugging you, but I'm still hitting you. But so I think that's, that's acceptable. But I also think it's so universally accepted. Yeah. Like there's no guy that you walk up to over the age of 23 that doesn't know what you're doing. Yeah, I mean that's not like a, it's not like a yeah. special. And I secret. mean ours is like. 
you know, the handshake or the fist bump and then into the into the bro hug. You know, it's not like right. we're doing like forty and fifty steps to Right. And shakes. like I mean shit, that's that's the same hug that me and my dad, my uncles, like everybody. Yeah, I think everybody I think it's a guy. You know, it's a man thing. You you graduate into that yeah. damn yeah, rah, rah, rah. Uh, number nine, flat brimmed hats. They're the dumbest things on the face of the planet. I hate them. However, my kid wears one every now and again, and if it's the style, I'm not gonna tell him to not do it because you know why he's eight. And he yeah, can do what he wants not, at this he's age. Not over thirty. Yep. Using a gym bag as luggage. Get luggage. Yeah, I um, I like my duffel bag, my weekend bag, but sure. if I'm going on a plane, no, there's... But would you take your duffel bag to the gym? That duffel bag? No. Okay, that's what I'm saying. That That's luggage yeah. at this point. It's not It's not like you took your raggedy-ass Nike gym bag and no, then put... No, that's your... what all my other bags currently reside in. Right. So, uh, number seven, making hand signs and photos. Agreed. Don't do it. It's stupid. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. Uh, six, beer pong. Moving on. <laughs> Getting into online arguments. Yes! See adulting, <laughs> see adulting 101, or, um, or the, the comments that I made on the last episode of Jeremy on the uh, um, Gito episode. Yeah, this is Bob. Bob saw something that offends him on the internet. Bob moves on with his life. <laughs> Be like Bob. I like it. Uh, number four, leaving the house in clothes that aren't ironed. Yes. If you have a dress shirt that, re- that looks like it has... Creases in it from just being opened out of the package. Yeah, no, that's no. I mean, if you're gonna dress up, I mean, we're not talking about t-shirts here, yeah. but if you know, dress if up, you gotta suit up. You gotta do that shit right. And throwing it in the dryer doesn't count. This says sure doesn't, unless you have non-wrinkled shirts, and then they come. Yeah, it still looks. Anyway, better. don't get creases. Better. It looks better. Oh fuck you! Fuck you, iron, number three. An iron is not a difficult thing to work. <laughs> number three, playing paintball. <laughs> Deny it. Deny it, I dare you. Oh, I can't deny it, I play it. <laughs> so, this says, paintball is pretty idiotic to begin with as far as leisure time activities go. Well, but if you're so in your, you know, This article just lost all my faith. Yep. But if you're in your 30s and you're still crawling around on your belly playing G.I. Joe Tag with 14-year-olds, check your head. Um, well, I could... Could you play it with, like, other 30-year-olds? That and, seems legit. Yes, and I <laughs> do. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like shooting 14-year-olds, it's fun. <laughs> but I don't shoot them as much as I shoot the 30-year-olds. And um, I don't... Crawl around my belly playing G.I. Joe. It, it's the completely <laughs> no. Oh. Sure, it's like having flashbacks to the nom. To the nom! All right, number two, lifted trucks. Uh, depends on the size of the lift, in my opinion. I don't have it. My truck isn't lifted. Your truck is lifted enough. Right, but it's, it's stock. It's not like yeah. I'm going, I'm going to put a three-inch lift on this. Yeah, but if, but if, if it's that's necessary. Your, yeah. Right, and if you're going to be driving through water and you live in the sticks, go for it, man. Yeah. Got to be able to get your ass to work because being an sure. adult is about getting your ass to work and getting your paycheck. Uh, number one, using Scarface posters to decorate your apartment. See the previous thing about yeah, Bachelor. The, that, bachelor that, why, that's the same thing. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait to phone it in at the end on number one, uh, Life, rantlifestyle.com. Yeah, that was, that was a decent discussion for the beginning. Yeah, that was a real, that, man, er, don't do Scarface. That's they could have just wrapped. They could have made that just a comment in the one about yeah, the bachelor pad. They could have they could have foregone the entire stop sign thing and made yeah. this the twenty four things mentioned new and even better. Man, yeah, I'm disappointed in you. I'm going to comment on this. Let him know because I'm going to argue with him on the internet. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, pretty much adulting one hundred and one. I think Steve adulting one hundred and one. So uh, that brings us to the next section of our show. White and nerdy. <laughs> that we are. Steve, what's white and nerdy? 
Um, that's where we get to talk about comic books. Yeah, that's where and we, comic book related things. That's where we let our flag fly. That's <laughs> right. As a Fallout Four commercial plays on TV. <laughs> Uh, we let our we let our asterisk flag fly, and then in this section or segment, it's geek flag for that asterisk. Yeah. See below, geek. So this week, I wanted to talk about um, something that popped up on the Nerdist. Uh, you saw it a week or so ago, I believe, Steve. Um, I was blessed in there. I was like, th- it was this weekend. Okay, I, I caught this uh, article today. But, uh, Steve, I think you and I are both familiar with Alan Tudyk Absolutely. and Nathan Fillion. Yes. What are your What are their favorite What are your favorite roles in there? Um, I really like, um, you know, obviously I like Nathan Fillion in, in his role as Mal uh, in Firefly and Serenity, and that's, of course, where uh, we were introduced to Alan Tudyk. Uh, is that where you were introduced to Alan Tudyk? That's where I was introduced Sure, okay. Um, I also like Alan Tudyk in um, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Fantastic! I think he is an absolutely great comedian. Um, Can I get an honorable mention for Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball? Yes. You've seen Dodgeball, right? Yeah. He's Steve the Pirate. Okay. He's awesome in that. Great. But anyway, so that's three movies that you may be able to know Alan Tudor from because he's yeah, probably he's, got the uh, he lesser. Also, he was also in Transformers Three. Oh yeah. Trying to think of what else I've I've seen him in. He, he's done. Um, he was on an episode of Castle with Nathan. Oh Cullen, yeah, which yep. was good. Yep. Um, yeah, very. Um, almost, I think. I think certainly underrated. Very below the radar kind of guy. Did you see the episode of Castle where it was the where he dressed up as the space? Yes, where they were at the sci-fi cowboy. convention. Yes, yeah, it was so good. Well, there's, there's two of them. There's the one he dresses up as Mal for Halloween. Yes, that was which, awesome. Which was the first episode of Castle that I saw. That's a good one to get started on. There's another one a couple seasons later where they're at a sci-fi convention. Okay. And he's, you know, promoting his book. Okay, I saw the other one. He does a couple of throwaway lines. You know, he does like, ooh, shiny. Oh, does he? Oh, I didn't catch that. I'm going to have to Google it later. But, uh, so Alan Tudyk and Nathan Fillion have been buddies for a while. Um, They were on the show uh, Firefly. They got canceled off of Fox. That uh, got brought back as a movie. Um, Thanks and part or main part to the fans trying to push to get it back um but alan tudyk and nathan fillion have been doing a web series called con man and from that the internet's going bananas about them being back together doing things together and like their screen chemistry is just it's awesome it's just stellar so one of the things that they brought up is that on an interview or a, a, a question, many I think it was like last Comic Con or the Comic Con before Nathan Fillion was asked which character he would want to play in a in a comic book movie, and he came back with Booster Gold. Um, I don't know anything about Booster Gold, and the comedic duo of Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Are somebody I don't know anything about. So what I'm going to do is after we talk about, like as we're talking about this, I want to challenge uh, Brown Me from um, that just happened. You've got to stop referring to him that way. Why? Because they're Ant-Man and the Wasp. Damn it! I am, I am white him in his phone. <laughs> <laughs> and I want them to give us the comic clip notes of Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. So what they were asked is that. Uh, so Nathan Fillion was asked which one he wanted to be. He said he wanted to be Booster Gold. Um, his sidekick is Blue Beetle. 
basically Nathan Fillion's sidekick is Alan Tudyk in the movies, and now there's been confirmation of a Booster Gold Blue Beetle movie, and the internet is losing their freaking minds about this oh, right now. A shock. Because I'm sure the other majority of the internet and all the brown coats are going to probably be trying to get this to be pushed <laughs> together to happen. Um, so it brings me to this question. One, would you watch that movie? If I just solely because it's the two of them doing it? Yes. No. Um, if I'm going to spend you know 12 bucks and go see a movie... I need to at least at least give me a good trailer. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah, I understand. I don't, I don't know anything about either of the characters, uh, so I I wouldn't just say yeah. And then, um, I'm sure I would see it eventually, but if we're talking opening weekend, I'm gonna pass at this point. So, just as another point to that, to, to your to your dissension on this, the blue the Booster Gold and Blue Beetle movie is uh, got the executive producer from The Flash and Supergirl as slated to direct. Does that change your opinion at all either? No. Okay. So it doesn't sway it either way? No. Okay. Uh, me, this is one of those movies where I would be uh, first, I would be, you know, day one, day of to be in line to see that movie. Because just, I mean, just on this picture alone... I could just see that that just looks like I could see Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk doing that. It, it just reminds me of, of uh, the Tick and Arthur. When I look at that, <laughs> okay. Hashtag Patrick Warburton. Shout out. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I want to know more about. I want to know more about the characters. I'd love to. Know, I'd love for um, that just happened to take care of that for me. But if if you put names like Fillion and Tudyk on it, I'm in, man. I'm gonna watch it. I think that's all I really got to say about that. I mean, it's a short, white, and nerdy for once, but... <laughs> so, that brings us, again, to another regularly scheduled portion of our show. Oh, man. Steve? Part of the week. You got your pipe? I do. Got your hat? Absolutely. Have your uh, degrees in murderology and murderonomy? Yes, I do. Steve, let's say you're a flirt man Let's say you're a flirt man He got himself sent to jail for driving under the influence. And let's say you're a flirt man I got sent to jail for driving under the influence, and it wasn't in a car, or a truck, or a pickup truck, or a flatbed truck, or any kind of regularly motorized vehicle. Steve? Airboat. Nope. Oh, that would have been great. Oh, damn it. Oh, drunken flirt of man, <laughs> hunting gators. Sent to jail. <laughs> Woo! Steve, let's also say that you that this flirt of man has two prior DUI convictions, so he dare not use a conventional motorized vehicle. Jesus. And you're 54 years old, Steve. Oh, God. <laughs> and you're near Orlando. <laughs> Is it a rascal? <laughs> Ronnie Hicks. Ronnie Scott Hicks has two prior DUI convictions, but his arrest on Monday night was slightly more memorable. The 54-year-old flirt man was arrested Monday night after police in Palm Bay got reports of a man in a motorized wheelchair blocking traffic, according to ClickOrlando.com. Hicks has two previous DUI convictions, neither while driving a wheelchair, according to officials. When officers arrived on the scene, they allegedly saw Hicks sitting in his wheelchair, blocking traffic. Officers said he smelled of alcohol and was slurring his words, according to WBRZ.com. 
Hicks allegedly refused to take a breathalyzer test, according to WTSP.com. He was taken into custody, refused treatment for an open wound, and remains behind bars at the Brevard County Jail on $5,000 bond. Did they say what the wound is? Yes, would you like to see the wound, Steve? That's your flirt of man. Okay. Which will be posted to the Something Gate page on Facebook. <laughs> Steve, this is a uh, favorite time of year for us and people in Florida. We're getting ready for... Uh, you're familiar with it. It's retail season. People are getting ready and prepped up. Getting ready for uh, Black Friday. Boo. Which is a bane among uh, the retail workers in this. Yeah, props to uh, REI for not opening at all. On Thank Black you. I was going to bring that up, and I was, I was hoping you were going to talk about that for a yeah, second. My, uh, my what is REI for people that aren't familiar? REI is a higher-end uh, sports retailer. So if you took my old job at Galleons... Uh, on the top floor in the camping department and expanded that to an entire store. You have REI. You have camping equipment, hiking equipment, biking equipment, uh, ski and snowboard, uh, mountain climbing, uh, outdoor gear, that kind of stuff. So your your active outdoor lifestyle uh, store. Well, that's cool. I, I, th- I saw that today, too, and I thought it was pretty slick that they're like, you know, hey, we want our people to not only, you know, to be outside and with their family and doing yeah, they're, things. they're paying all their employees, too. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that you should do that. So that brings me to a, a little bit less of a detective-type scenario. But, Steve, we got a flirt of man oh, who's trying to break the longest Black Friday campout record. From one of my uh, favorite go-tos, this is off uprocks.com. It's almost the most wonderful time of year, late November, when after filling yourself with turkey and racist Uncle Jeffrey's thoughts on the state of football today, you and the family head to the old Best Buy for some deals. Except, oops, you're too late because there's already a line, including if you live in Orlando, flirt, someone who's been there since October. <laughs> Local radio show host Kevin Sutton began his Best Buy camp out last Sunday, and he's planning on living in his tent until November 27th. That's done this for a week? 33 days. Oh, Last year, he did 15. Oh, fuck this guy. He wants a new television. Oh, my God. And, uh, Steve, so here's the flirta <laughs> part of the story. Because at least he's doing it somewhere warm. I'll give him that. <laughs> right? I'll give him that. But this is the, this is the uh, flirta part of the story, Steve. Time to bust out that degree again. Okay. So... What is he trying to raise awareness of? What what is he what what is his Black Friday camp out trying to raise awareness of for some sort of charity or He's on a mission? He's on a mission. Oh god. He's on a mission for charity, Steve. Mission for charity. Uh, or to raise awareness. I mean whatever he wants to you know, like re raising awareness of something will generally garner I, it, charity. It has to be unemployment because Ooh, close. What what if you're not old enough to be employed? Retirement? No, no, what if you're not old enough to be employed? You're too young to be employed. High school? Nope. He is uh, doing this to raise awareness of the 13,000 homeless children in Central Florida. Oh, well, that was close. Yeah. So, uh, if Sutton makes it the full 33 days, he uses the store's bathroom, which is cheating, in my opinion. There would be a new Black Friday record topping little marks up by two women in California. They braved the elements and curious buzzards for 22 days. So he's doing this to hopefully raise awareness about... Yeah, but he, no, he's doing it for a fucking TV. How is this raising awareness for shit? 
Yeah, I don't understand. He says a uh, banner. Or well, what it says flag? is, uh, let me see here. What it's well, I don't see one, but he says uh, Sutton, who hosts a radio show for the game in Orlando, says he's accepting donations, gifts, toys, and money, which will be given to the Love Pantry. Sutton, who stayed at the store for 15 days last year, said he won't leave the site until Black Friday and will live only on food and water that's provided to him through donations. So, still dumb. Huh. I mean, you know. Well, but he could do... He, he doesn't have to be outside of fucking Best Buy waiting for a TV. He could be... I can think that, of a dozen better places to raise awareness for this that that's why you're in Florida. <laughs> I, the whole Florida part of the story is that he even... That he states, like... Imagine if this was an article about a guy that's trying to break a record of sitting outside for Black Friday for charity. Okay. Fine. Right? But he goes to say that he wants a new television. Why would you say that? Just say the part about wanting to raise awareness and, how about, and do things for charity. How about you raffle off your number one spot in line and give the proceeds to your charity? See, that's actually brilliant, Steve. That is fantastically brilliant. You should probably write it. You know what you should do? You should travel down to Florida. Oh, or I could not and be equally as sad. <laughs> Oh man, so I think that's a uh, that's a C for effort and F for execution on that one, my brother. <laughs> I hope uh, hope it works out good for those kids, but uh, I uh, don't think it's going to work that well for them. I'm surprised. Like, there's been so much Florida stuff over the past two and a half weeks. I haven't opened Fark. Wow. I've been gotten I've been getting so many feeds off of like Huffington Post. Um, <coughs> BuzzFeed, Uproxx, that I haven't had to freaking open my source for Florida stories. So I can't imagine what's gonna, what it's going to look like when I have to go delving into that <laughs> mess. Man, that's, ugh, that, just, that just makes me angry now. Steve? Yes. I think that kind of brings us to the end of the show, doesn't I it? I think that's going to wrap it up. We got some promos? We do. Uh, be sure and listen to all those shows on the Disease Network, including the flagship, You're Going to Get a Disease, with Luke and Nick. Um, that just happened with Adam and Rodney. The Vagina Dialogues with our very own Claire Sampson. Us, because we're fucking awesome. It's true. And all the uh, one-off shows, such as The Mosh Pit, Das Drunks, which yeah, is more of a, less of an, less of an it's off. A, it's about time for another Das Drunks. Yeah, I, 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 I can imagine it's coming on here pretty soon. Oh, I also want to say uh, congratulations to uh, Amy Pascal for getting through her surgery nice today. Yeah, hope you recover quickly and efficiently. And Luke, I want to tell you, nice job on uh, getting that extra surgery done and getting another one added. That was uh, rather clever of you, sir. Congratulations. So, I want to also talk about uh, our future episode coming up. So far, we have it slated for episode 25. Steve, what is episode 25 going to be? Episode 25 is going to be the oft-mentioned Beta Kappa episode of Something Gate, where we get all six of us um, together for the first time in a long, long time. So I also want to promo a uh, episode that I just did with, um, that just happened. It was uh, me, Adam, uh, Rodney, Aubrey, and other taller J.D., we did a sidekicks episode. I left Steve home because he had other stuff to do. I had actual city saving to do. <laughs> so I want to say thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for all of the listens on SoundCloud. Thanks for the input when it comes to us looking for shout-outs and stuff to talk about. And uh, thanks for sticking with us for 24 episodes. Hope to hope we can do another 124 more. Yes, because 25 is going to be great. Yes, it is. So stay tuned. So for Steve Barta, I'm Jared Daniel Sampson, <laughs> and this has been Something Gate. And always remember, haters are going to hate, haters are going to ain't. 
Easy is what pimping ain't. Good night, everybody. Good night.